Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, twin dads are essential at every stage of raising twins, especially in the early weeks and months of having newborns. Figuring out how to feed two hungry newborn babies six to eight times a day is a tall order in of itself. And for mothers who plan on breastfeeding their babies, it can seem almost impossible at times. How can dads support them in this big challenge? Today, we're here to talk about how twin dads can support breastfeeding with expert Joe Rawlinson. This is Twin Talks. The ultrasound shows your babies to be healthy. What? Did you say babies? You're huge. Are you having twins? Are they natural? Which one do you like better? Twins, huh? My neighbor's cousin's brother's uncle's a twin. So can they read each other's minds? How do you tell them apart? Twins? You got a two for one. Do twins run in your family? Double trouble. You're not having any more, are you? At least you're not Octomom. If you're pregnant with twins or you're an experienced twin parent, odds are you've heard it all before. Now it's time to hear from the experts. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. Well, welcome to Twin Talks. My name is Christine Stewart Fitzgerald, and I'm your host. So uh, just a little bit about myself. So I have a set of identical twin girls, and uh, I was able to breastfeed them for about 14 months. Um, But I got to say, it was a huge challenge, to say the least. So I am really excited to um, host our guest who can help us um, plan for the practicalities of breastfeeding twins and, and talk about how to make it successful for those who want to pursue this path. So I'm going to introduce today's guests in just a bit. But um, if you haven't already um, done so, please be sure to visit our website at newmommymedia.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter, which keeps you updated on all the episodes we release each week. And another way to get stay up, blah, blah, blah. okay, I'm start over. <laughs> now, if you haven't already, be sure to visit our website at newmommymedia.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter, which keeps you updated on all the episodes we release each week. And another way to stay updated is to hit that subscribe button in your podcast app. And if you're looking for a way to get even more involved with our show, then check out our membership club. It's called Mighty Moms. And that's where we chat more about the topics discussed here on our show. And it's also an easy way to learn about our recordings so you can join us live. Well, now let's meet our guest today, Joe Rawlinson, author and fellow podcaster of Dad's Guide to Twins. So, hey, Joe, can you tell us a little bit about your family and how you decided to write a book and share a little bit about how your initial thoughts on breastfeeding twins? Yes, thanks for having me. My family is myself, my wife. We have four teenagers. We have two singleton boys and identical twin girls. Um, They're all in high school right now, ages 18, 17, 15, and 15. And when our twins were born, we had four kids ages three and younger. So it was a madhouse at that time. (laughs) And now that they're teenagers, it's a different variation of madhouse, but it's, it's a fun adventure for sure. Um, as far as, as my books go, when we found out we were having twins, I had gone out looking for information for dads and I never really found anything that was specifically for dads. Um, unfortunately dads seem to be relegated to, uh, a paragraph, uh, a chapter in a book or not mentioned at all. And most, most literature out there was for 
moms, my moms. So I, I thought there was kind of a, 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 a gap there in, for helping dads. And so I started blogging about my experience, sharing what I was learning along the way. I started podcasting about over 11 years ago, sharing experiences with, with fellow dads. And that turned into a couple of dads got to twins books. So it's been fun to help dads all over the world. And, and as they discover they're having twins, as they freak out, they go on the internet, they find me and I can maybe answer a few of their questions to help them along the journey. It's been, it's been an adventure. As, as oh far. my gosh. <laughs> an adventure to say the least. <laughs> That's right. Um, it has been, it has been fun to, uh, talk to dads who maybe discovered my book, you know, a couple of years ago and now it's come full circle. I'll bring them on the podcast. They'll share their experience. And now their twins are, you know, five, six, seven years old. So it's been kind of fun. The, um, you asked about uh, breastfeeding, breastfeeding twins. Uh, my wife and I were, were all for breastfeeding. Um, she had breastfed our singleton boys successfully. And so when it came time for twins, we, we thought only naturally we were just going to continue that path and breastfeed them as well. And, um, I'm happy to talk about some of the, the challenges we faced with that here on the show today. Well, we are so glad to have you. So today we're talking about what dads can do to support twin moms and breastfeeding with our guest speaker, Joe Rawlinson of Dad's Guide to Twins. So, um, so, so Joe, you'd mentioned that you had some, uh, you had boys ahead of time. So um, sounds like you guys had a little bit of experience with, with babies and um, I don't, did, did, did she breastfeed um, the your your older children um, prior to your twins? She did, yeah. And that was that was the plan. When we found out we were pregnant with our first, uh, we we discussed you know feeding, and we wanted to breastfeed. We we understood that that breastfeeding would be a great uh, experience for the for the baby, be healthy for the baby. So we wanted to pursue that. She ended up feeding our firstborn for maybe nine months. Um, nine months to a year. And uh, then we ended up getting pregnant with our second born. And so then she, we, we stopped, we weaned, we weaned our firstborn off the breast milk uh, during that second pregnancy. And so mom could focus all our energy on, on just the one baby in utero. Uh, when our second son was born, uh, we, uh, she breastfed him as well. And that was for about a year. So we had a pretty successful run with each of our boys uh, breastfeeding. So, as far as dad's involvement, my involvement in that experience, I felt like I was kind of on the outside looking in as far as breastfeeding singletons. And now that changed completely when we talk about twins. We'll talk about that in a few minutes, I'm sure. But I, I was just, uh, you know, I'd bring the baby to mom. She'd breastfeed the baby. Or, you know, maybe she'd just wake up in the night and feed the baby and I would just sleep because I'd be going to work the next day. So it was more hands-off than the twins were, and that's for sure. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah. So you had a pretty good idea of what it was like with, with one. And um, I imagine so, I mean, did you guys just think, hey, you know, this should be, okay, maybe a little bit more challenging, but, you know, yeah, we can do that. So it sounds like your plans were from the beginning that you thought, okay, we'll, we'll breastfeed twins or you, how did you talk about that? 
Yeah, we knew that we wanted to to breastfeed the the girls or the twins when they were born. And so my wife, she went out and she talked to other twin moms that she knew that had breastfed and talked through some of the, the logistics and the challenges of, you know, how you tandem hold the babies, how you get them latched simultaneously and a lot of those challenges. And so my wife left those conversations with her friends feeling really encouraged, like, okay, this is totally possible. We're going to be able to do this. Of course, my wife knew like the, the tactical logistics of breastfeeding uh, a single baby. So how to get the baby to latch, you know, how to feed the baby. And so that wasn't uh, as big a concern more than just how do we do two at the same time. And I kind of knew from the outside looking in at that point, like, okay, I know I'm going to have to be Johnny on the spot helping my wife bring baby to her, you know, do diaper changes and burps and, and, and all those things. And so we we went into it uh, really optimistic that uh, breastfeeding was going to work for our babies. And that was the plan from the get-go. Yeah. No, I mean, that, and that's that's so great that you had that prior experience. I mean, I can say um, in in my case, my my husband and I, we were our twin girls were the oldest, so we didn't have any parenting, breastfeeding, any kind of experience whatsoever. Um, so we had no idea what we're getting into. Um, so I would just have to say, like, um, you know, having some kind of idea and, and a plan in place it, is really helpful. And that's that's so great that your your wife could, you know, talk to other moms and and just even the idea of just knowing that that breastfeeding twins is is possible. I mean, because I, I think um not everybody even even considers it. And and you know, not to say that, you know, everyone has to breastfeed. I mean, it's obviously it's 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 a choice. But um, but it is a true option. It's um, it's it is you know. Thankfully, with if you have two, um, you know, we can talk about a little bit about the, the tandem feeding. But um, it's it's something that you know. We're, I would hope that more, um, you know, doctors and pediatricians would even just you know, talk about that. It's it is it is doable. So um, that's great that you guys could could talk about that. Um, so you know, I, I got to say, you know, the, I think from my experience the the first month was really rough. Um, and, you know, getting into, um, just, you know, a regular routine for, for, you know, breastfeeding and, um, sleeping and, um, it's just really, it's really critical. And, um, it, it often means that, you know, the mom and the babies have to try a lot of different things just, just to see it works. I mean, what works for one, you know, group is not always going to work for another group. Um, you know, and I could say in, in my case, um, gosh, you know, our, our girls, um, you know, I had low, low milk supply. Um, so we had to do supplemental feeding with, with formula and, um, you know, and I'll, and I'll never forget in like, literally when we took them home, um, you know, they, you know, we had done feeding in the hospital, um, and, you know, I was breastfeeding and my husband would help, you know, sit me up. I'd be sitting in the bed and I had the, the pillow, you know, the, one of the, the pillows. So I was, you know, had them sitting and doing the tandem feed and then he would, you know, help position one baby and we'd get one of them set up and then I'd have the little, you know, uh, feeding tube. We'd have those, those little, um, you know, they, they look like, you know, sort of the, the, the shots, the tiny little tube and it's filled with formula and I, I think I had it like, I want to say like taped onto my shoulder because we didn't have enough hands, you know, and with the little tube and we're trying to position the tube into, you know, the baby's mouth while she's latching onto my breast. And then we're getting the tube and going in the side and then we'd get the other twin 
put her down and, you know, kind of the same thing. I mean, it's like, you know, they're just, they're not enough hands <laughs> to get these all, these babies like lined up and, and feeding. And, um, you know, and it just, it, it took a lot of, I guess, you know, trial and error and humor and just like, okay, we're, we're in it. We're just going to figure out <laughs> how to make this work. Um, but yeah, I, I just, you know, I can say, I really appreciate that my, my husband was there to, to help me, you know, in that process, figure out, you know, what we needed to do. So I don't know if Joe, if, if that was kind of your experience. Yes, we had, we had some challenges there in that first month as well. Like you mentioned, you're, you're combating the total sleep deprivation that you're in, um, combined with trying to adjust to life with these newborns. As far as the breastfeeding aspect of that goes, I mean, I recommend to listeners, if you're, you know, when you go in the hospital and you have all that staff around you, you know, practice, the mom can practice as much as possible to getting the babies in the right positions, the latching. There's lactation consultants in the hospital that can come help um, with logistics of, of helping the babies get good latches and feeding appropriately. And so take advantage of all those resources while you can. Because then once you go home, you know, you're you're on your own and have to kind of sort it all out, trial and error, which we had. You mentioned using some some extra devices like the tube. I know we had the tube too that would go down into like kind of a like a nipple shield guard thing that would help feed the baby while the baby was trying to get a latch. And we were frustrated uh, almost from the get-go because, like I mentioned, we had had success feeding the, our two singletons. And we just were having a really hard time getting the girls to feed enough, you know, so they weren't hungry. And so it was constantly trying these different, uh, positions, adjusting the, like the, the tube or supplementing with, with, uh, pumped breast milk or formula just to make sure that they were getting the nutrients that they needed. And I was, I was basically the forklift of the baby. I mean, I would bring babies to my wife. She would, she would get comfortable on her chair with the pillow that would wrap around her. And, um, I would bring her one baby. She would get the baby in position and get the baby latched and feeding. And once that one girl was settled, then I would get the other child, bring her out. And and my wife would repeat the process. We would always uh, get up together in the night, you know, daytime or nighttime when I was home, not working. Um, but even with like if my mother-in-law was here or whatever, there was always two adults to help with this process because like you mentioned, there's never enough hands to, to do everything. The, 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 the challenge was that we had something, something physically wrong with our girls that we didn't know about mm-hmm. that was preventing them from getting a good latch. And it took us several weeks of like frustration of, of trying to get them to latch and feed before, after a couple of visits to the doctor, we found out that they were both uh, tongue-tied. So like the oh, frenulum yeah. that holds their tongue was restricting their ability to, to literally latch and to suck uh, and get the, the milk that they needed. So this whole time we were thinking maybe they're in the wrong position, maybe we're not doing it right. I mean, we're trying everything we can think of. And it ended up being something that was totally unknown to us until we finally discovered this. And then it was from the time we discovered it was tongue tied to them actually having a little procedure to snip their tongues. You know, we're already through month one, one and a half months of, of a lot of frustration. So that was, that was something we could not anticipate because we we're like, Hey, everything worked great with our boys. You know, what's going on with the girls and an extra wrinkle that we had in our situation was because our girls were numbers three and four, they had two older brothers and when I say older, it was not much older. You know, they're they're all under the age of three. And so we had these very hyperactive toddlers that would literally like 
run circles around my wife while she's trying to breastfeed the girls. And the girls are like pulling off the breast. They're like, what's going on? There's all this noise, distractions. And, and so it was, it was a constant battle of uh, trying to get the girls to, to latch and feed properly while also keeping the boys out of the way so that they wouldn't distract this whole process from happening. And so it was kind of a, a lot of factors that ultimately caused us to kind of shift gears and change because we realized that even after we got the tongue tie situation fixed, the boys were still going to be running around distracting the girls from eating. Um, and so we ended up moving to formula feeding, mm-hmm. bottle feeding mm-hmm. our girls, which um, as a dad, um, I ended up really enjoying because I was able to participate more in the feeding of my girls. Like my wife would take one baby, I would take the other baby. You know, we'd both get up together in the middle of the night and feed the girls. And oftentimes it was just us sitting together, you know, in the in the darkness feeding our girls. Or we were, this was 2008, we were watching the Olympics in the middle of the night because it was on the other side of the world, you know. So it was, it, was a, it was a fun opportunity to bond together, myself and my wife, but each one-on-one with each of the girls because I, could hold them and feed them and look at them, you know, look in their eyes and stuff. And that was a very precious opportunity. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, and, and I have to say like the, uh, just the, the idea of being able to, to bond with your babies and, you know, whether it's formula or whether it's, you know, breast milk, um, you know, yeah, I mean, definitely the, the bottle feeding is, is helps dads to be able to, to do that. So, um, yeah, so I, I totally get that. And, and I know in our situation, we, I mean, we, let's see, oh, I gotta say we, we used, we used formula, we, we pumped breast milk, we breastfed, I mean, kind of every iteration there is. <laughs> so we, we did it. Um, so it was kind of, and I, and I think that kind of just helped, um, trade off sort of the responsibilities. I mean, there were, I think there were, in our case, there were times when I might be breastfeeding, um, the, the girls doing it like a tandem breastfeed um, other times I think, you know, and lots of times the, the tandem w- would also would normally be sitting up. Um, but I got to say, I think sometimes I was learning how to try to do the, the side. I think that's something I would, if I was having to do it again, I would learn how to do sort of a, the, what do they call the, the, the laid back breastfeeding where you have the babies basically on top of you. So, um, I don't know if there's any, if there's any moms out there that want to share that, that would be a great thing to chat about. Um, but yeah, I think also, um, a lot of it does come down to positioning, um, and making that happen. Um, and I was going to ask you, so, so Joe, like we, we all used, uh, let's see, probably pillows. We, we did maybe sign line. Um, and you were talking about how you, um, had to keep your boys away. So maybe you can share some of the things that you had to do to create that environment for breastfeeding. Um, for your your wife and the, and the two girls. Yeah, we had a, a kind of a comfortable chair in the front room. So when when it came time to feed, we would just go out to the family room. We'd get the girls out of the nursery, if, you know, if they had been sleeping. Uh, and so in this chair, we had we had like a, one of those double sized twin pillows that kind of kind of wrap all like a big U that would wrap all the way around mom. Mm-hmm. So she had space to hold each of the babies on each side, and. So once once my wife was comfortable in that chair, she had her pillow to prop up the babies, or she had maybe a pillow like behind her back to support her in that regard. That was kind of the go-to spot for for breastfeeding. And then as far as, as the overall room is concerned, we had 
we had we had a bunch of supplies in the girls' bedroom, and but we also found like we're doing most of the stuff out in the living room, like changing diapers on the floor and you know burping them while we're sitting on the floor. And so we kind of had a a cache of of supplies, diapers and wipes and burp cloths and all that stuff out where the feeding station was, in addition to in the nursery. So that way we were always within reach without having to run across the house to get any supplies that we needed. Yep. Oh, no, that's that's an excellent point. Having it within reach is key. I, I could not agree more. <laughs> um, in fact, yeah, we had um, two of those pillows um, just because I think I had one by my bed and then I had one like, you know, we had downstairs um, down on the sofa because, yeah, I there was no way I could be like running around trying to find, get like, oh, get the breastfeeding pillow when they're when they're, you know, hungry. So, um, yeah, I think that's key. Wherever you spend your time. Um, just, you know, yeah, like have your diapers and, you know, have your, your pillow ready. And, and I know that, yeah, like my husband was kind of a, he had to be a gopher when we had to go get, you know, extra things here and there. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, so um, I was also thinking like for, for nighttime, um, so nighttime is really tough and you kind of talked about like kind of sitting in the dark. Um, so I think every, we're talking, saying how that, you know, every couple has their own sort of routine of like what, what works and, um, and you, and Joe, you said you're the forklift. So yes, I think my husband was the same thing, um, where our routine was one where, um, I would, you know, I, the babies would, you know, start crying inevitably. Right. And then, um, so my husband would get the baby that was crying and then go change her and put her on a fresh diaper because she'd usually be wet and then put her on, on breast. And then I grab her and he'd grab, and then the, the other one. So then I would start feeding the first one and then he'd get the other one, diaper her up and swaddle her, you know, the little burrito blanket. Right. And then, you know, put her. So it was a little bit of like an assembly line style and, um, I, I learned to kind of do sort of the, the, the dream, you know, sleeping where I could kind of, um, do a little, like a side laying and, um, kind of snooze a little bit through that, which, which really helped. So for us, it worked. My husband was working full time during that period. Um, but like, you know, he did take a little bit of time off. Um, but, uh, we, we were kind of sharing that, that night shift, um, for, for sure. So, I don't know. So, so Joe, you, like, how about for you guys? How did that work out? We had a very similar setup where it was kind of assembly line model, like you said, because there were a ton of logistics that have to happen just to get the baby to the breast to feed. And so that's something I could easily do as the dad. And it was, we, whenever one of our girls would wake up to feed, we'd always get the other girl up, even if she wasn't awake, to try to keep them in sync to make the schedule a little easier for us. We figured if we were feeding babies back to back, then no one would ever sleep because um, you'd be constantly feeding babies. So we tried to 
feed him at the same time, if at all possible. The the nighttime routine was, yeah, both of us would get up uh, to, to help feed the girls. Yeah, and that worked that worked pretty well because um, she could, my wife could get started with, with one of the babies and I could help prep the other baby and then we can kind of be more efficient that way. And then I could do things that if she, you know, she's trapped in the chair feeding the babies, I could step in with, with whatever she needed. Uh, one thing that we would do is we kept kind of a logbook of, you know, how much they ate, you know, how, how long they were on the breast, what time it was, you know, what was the diaper, the kind of standard uh, baby log stuff you do. But that was really important with the twins because sometimes they wouldn't eat the same length of time. And so you didn't want to, you wanted to make sure that they were each getting the right amount of nutrition that they needed. Because uh, when you're waking up in the middle of the night and you're sleep deprived, you, you, maybe you don't even remember how long the last, how long this baby A ate versus baby B. And so you just have to kind of write it down. And that was something that I could do easily, um, helping my wife during the nighttime. Oh, that's great. Wow. So I'm, I'm impressed that, yeah, in the middle of the night, you're, you had the, <laughs> you're doing these calculations, writing down, you know, <laughs> the, the numbers. <laughs> that's, that's pretty impressive. Uh, we're going to take a break and we come back. We're going to continue our conversation about um, helping breastfeed twins. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, welcome back to Twin Talks. Before the break, we were talking with Joe Rollinson of Dad's Guide to Twins about how dads can support moms in breastfeeding, especially at night. We're continuing our conversation, and I hope we can get more of the dad's perspective. So, um, you know, I have to say, since, since you know, breastfeeding is really just a, a mother-baby, you know, relationship, um, it, it is really rare to hear about it from a dad's perspective. So um, how can twin dads create a meaningful role in, you know, having a great outcome. I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's tough for moms to figure out what they need, um, throughout the, the journey and it's, it, it's changing. Um, so as a dad, how can you support her in that? Yeah. My goal was always to, to help my wife in whatever she needed in the, in the moment. I mean, her, basically her full-time job was, was nurturing these babies. And I figured the least I can do is, you know, everything else to help around that scenario. Um, as far as we talked a little bit about some of the challenges that we had and I wanted to support her in, you know, breastfeeding the twins as long as possible, but I wasn't going to say, Hey, you know, we have to keep trying this even though things weren't working. So I had to, uh, one thing we had to do together was, you know, be flexible and change our plans when stuff just wasn't working the way we were hoping it was going to work and, and, and letting the circumstances and my wife's preference, uh, you know, lead that way. And I was there to support her in that. We talked a lot about just being physically present and assisting around the act of breastfeeding is a huge benefit to mom because uh, then she can just focus on on feeding the babies and taking care of herself. The The mother-baby relationship, um, I, I think I mentioned before how with our singletons, 
I, I missed out a lot on that because my wife would wake up in the middle of the night, feed the one boy and go back to sleep. And I, I would just sleep through everything. So even though I wasn't physically feeding the twins, I was still up with them and I'd have those interactions that I would not have had otherwise. Like even if it's just getting them out of the crib, soothing them, talking to them, changing their diaper, bringing them to mom, burping them. These are all very intimate moments you have with your baby that you can start to create that bond and that relationship with, with them, even from a very early age. And so I thought that father, baby, father, twin relationship started a lot earlier and, and had a lot more foundation, let's say, than when I had the singletons where I didn't, I, out of necessity, I didn't have to be there all the time. Where with twins, out of necessity, I did have to be there all the time. And it turned out working out uh, pretty well. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Now, now you had mentioned that, I mean, your, so your original plan, it, it didn't go as planned, right? So, um, so I mean, so what, what did you, what did you do? How did you, um, you know, pivot to, to do something and, um, and, and, you know, how are you okay in supporting or, you know, how I should say, how, how did you support your wife in making that transition so that she felt like she was okay with, with that, that change? Well, we went, uh, we would go to the doctor together when we take the, the girls in for their checkups, which are pretty frequent when they're newborns. And we talked with the doctor about the challenges we we're having with breastfeeding. And the doctor would talk about the different options we had and the things that we were trying, things that were working, things that were not working. And so we reached a point, you know, after that month and month and a half where we finally figured out that the girls were tongue-tied. They were like, okay, well, this was the problem. But we still wanted to give it a go after that after they had their little procedure to, to clip their, clip their frenulums. And so, but even after that, we were still running into challenges with getting them fed. And we mentioned uh, about the toddler boys uh, that would also create havoc around the breastfeeding situation. So it came down to kind of being more pragmatic. Her and I talking about, well, what, what is really going to work here versus what do we want to have work? And uh, the ideal situation would be to breastfeed, but the, the effort to, that, that we're putting into that was not, it was not working for the girls. They weren't getting enough to eat. And so we kind of had to look, step back and look at the, okay, well, while we, maybe we can get the breastfeeding working for the twins. It's not going to work for a family of, of four little kids in the house at this season. So that was, we had already been supplementing with, with formula or pumped milk. And so it was kind of a, a natural step just to say, okay, well, let's, let's keep pumping or let's eventually move over to, to formula. Mm-hmm. because we were chasing what was actually going to work, what was going to be easiest for the girls to feed, what was going to be easiest for, for mom and for, for us as a family. We found that a lot with twins. It's like, well, let's, let's, we have a kind of a plan in our head of what's going to work. Let's try it out. Let's, you know, give it a good, give it a, a good try. And if it doesn't work, let's pivot to something else because otherwise we're going to drive ourselves crazy. And so we had to be, you know, flexible and change our plans and it ended up uh, working out. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, that's great. Yeah. No, you know, I, I, I totally agree. And like that, you know, 
every, I mean, every breastfeeding journey is, is unique. I mean, whether you have a singleton, um, or twins, um, and the, the challenges are, are always unique. And, and I, I think that's it just couldn't be more, more true with, with each, each baby, <laughs> you know, it can be unique, even with twins, right. You know, you talked about how, um, you know, one girl was, was maybe eating more than the other. Um, I think it's, you know, so sometimes as twin parents, we think, oh, well, they're just going to be, you know, having the same thing, but it's, it's really, it's, it's different. Um, and so I think that's, that's something we always have to keep in mind that, um, the, the, the breastfeeding journey is going to be different, um, each time. And if you've had, um, you know, great success, you know, with singletons, it might be different with twins, you know, and, and it might, you know, it might be long, it could be the same longer, who, who knows. Um, and I, and I know that's something I, I can say, I'm, I'm really passionate about breastfeeding and, but, um, it just, it's going to be different. It doesn't have to be exclusively breastfeeding. I mean, I certainly didn't, um, you know, in, in my, um, journey, yeah, we, oh gosh, we, yeah, we supplemented with formula. We supplemented with pumped breast milk. Um, we breastfed. I mean, it was just, you know, I mean, we, I think we did pretty much everything except donor milk. <laughs> so it was just, um, and, um, you know, it just, and I, I think, um, I, I was saying ours went, um, a, you know, a little bit longer. Um, so we were, you know, able to, but it just, uh, it, it's just, it's, it's such a huge commitment. And I think every family has to find what, what works for them. And, and, you know, you mentioned like, yeah, having, having the other kids and, and your wife had had, um, uh, the other, the pregnancies. And, and I know you hear about, um, you know, when, you know, sometimes um, moms are doing tandem feedings, not just with twins, but, you know, maybe being pregnant or, you know, doing with older kids, which is just crazy. So I just want to, you know, put that out there that um, it's, it's, it's going to be different. So keep an open mind. Um, but, um, you know, just, just, yeah, just, uh, it, it's possible, but it may not look what you originally planned. <laughs> Um, and you know, you know, I think you're talking about also about the, um, getting sort of the, the resources, um, and, and early on at the hospital, I think that's, that's really important too, that, um, I know like we had a lactation consultant at the hospital and, you know, of course she showed us how to latch and, um, you know, we, we got those services and I think there were, there were also a number of, um, lactation consultants and, um, who are, available through, through hospitals or their independent consultants. Um, and my understanding is that, um, now the uh, insurance is now covering lactation consultants. I don't think it did before. Um, but, um, I, I mean, I, I wish, you know, I had more, uh, support, you know, kind of er early on to get kind of like that, just support and, and assistance and, um, you know, and, you know, and they can come up, help create a plan for families to say, Hey, this is what works for you. And, you know, your maybe your nighttime is going to be very different than your daytime. I mean, who, who knows? So, um, yeah, you know, I'm going to put that out. I don't know if you had, yeah, if you, cause if you guys worked with a lactation consultant, um, or, or doctors, but, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of really great resources out there and, and I'll, I'll, I'll plug our other show is the boob group. So, um, they don't specif specify with twins, but there's a lot of really great resources about breastfeeding. Um, but you yeah, know, I agree, I agree. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree that there's, there are tons of resources out there through the, through the medical community, but as well as talking with other parents to see what's working 
for them or not. But we found like the, you can make your plans and you hope for the, the best scenario, but you have to be flexible and adapt, especially with twins, because things are just not going to quite work out the way that you pictured in a perfect world. And that's okay. That's just part of the twin journey. And the, the reality is that it will work out and, and things will, overall, big picture wise, it'll still work out, you know, for, for you and your family and your partner. It just may not be what you pictured, you know, nine months ago when you found out that you're having twins and, and that's okay. And that's just part of the, the unique beauty of the twin journey is that these unique challenges pop up and you have to figure out how to roll with them. One thing to be certain is like, don't compare yourself to other parents. You know, what's as far as, you know, take, take them as maybe uh, possible examples of how things could work. But if they're having, let's say, success in something, uh, feeding in a certain way that you really want to do, but that's just not working for you, you know, avoid that comparison, but focus on what is working for you, your twins and your family in that time. That, that's just that's just really great advice. And, you know, I think, I mean, as, as women, I know, like my husband was really just encouraging me in, you know, what I was doing and the, and the, the choices that we made um, together, just being supportive. And that just um, really makes such a huge difference to know that, yeah, our, our situation is is unique and we don't need to worry about what other people are doing. Um, let's just let's let's do it together and support each other. So um, with that, I'm going to, yeah, let's wrap this up. And I want to say just thank you so much, um, Joe, for for joining us today and um, sharing your expertise. And um, you can get more tips and tricks for twin dads on his website, dadsguidetotwins.com. And be sure to check out newmommymedia.com where we have all of our podcast episodes plus videos and more. And then that wraps up our show for today. Thanks for listening. If you like Twin Talks as much as we do, please consider checking out the amazing businesses that sponsor our show week after week. And we'd also love for you to tell other twin parents about this resource, which of course is absolutely free. And if you want to check out some of the other podcasts we produce, such as Newbies, Parent Savers, The Boob Group, and Preggy Pals, then visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Thanks for listening to Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. This has been a New Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey mamas, don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.